Flavour Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars. And Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavour Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. Oh, <laughs> and the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Where's my co-host, Randy Griggs? I don't know. It's, it's not, I, I guess it's a rhetorical, we go rhetorical question with that one. I don't really know. Uh, Randy is uh, on location. It's uh, undisclosed. As I've said in the past, it is more for your safety than it is for his, so we cannot tell you about it. But uh, actually, boys, I'm on location. I am on the East Coast. I am actually I could be in outer space based on the way that this looks on uh, on <laughs> the screen here. Ro- Robbie, you, you sort of you sort of look like Freddie Mercury on that one album cover, a Queen album cover, you know? Yeah, kinda... I, I need like Jordan's head over <laughs> yeah. here, yeah. And Eric's head over here, and Randy's head over here. It'll be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm on location. Uh, Randy is uh, indisposed, uh, so it's uh, so we're rolling. Uh, I guess we could say we're rolling solo. Uh, with the three of us, um, yeah. myself and yeah. Eric Jordan, back at the dugout. How's everything going, boys? It's going. It's been sort of. It's been sort of a crazy uh, week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with with everything going on, we've got we had the big birthday contest that's wrapping up today. We do have a contest going on tonight. Uh, we're going to be giving yeah, away do. this ten pack. I posted a picture of it yesterday. It's a really nice ten pack. Um, Got a little bit of everything in there. Some Perdomo. It's even got a Herrera Esteli in there, which we'll be smoking tonight. It's got a Southern Draw. It's got some cool stuff in there. Uh, Avo. It's got the uh, new Dojo Chico all in here. And um, how to Ooh. enter, You uh, the entries are already over. But at the end of the show, I will pick the winner. And the, the contest, Robbie, was was uh, come up with a conspiracy theory as to why we had to postpone <laughs> Flavor Odyssey from Wednesday to Thursday, and there was some hilarious <clears throat> answers. So at the end of the show, I will uh, pick a winner. Um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, can we can we mix some of those in throughout the show? Because I'd love to hear them. Yes, we we could do that. I'd, I'd love to hear them. I, uh, I I I could tell you the real reason why uh, we weren't able to do the show. I don't know if that make, takes any of the fun out of it, but. Uh, well, we, let's I'm, let's ooh. let's do a let's do a, let's do one right off the bat. Um, yeah, let's go. Stokey Chaz said, um, and there's a, there's a literally like, I don't know how many, hundreds. Um, so I'm just going to pick out the ones that I thought were funny. Uh, Stokey Chaz said, uh, my favorite line, he said, I'm not saying it was aliens, but <laughs> it was aliens. So I like that's one theory. I like that. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's one pretty theory. strong. Yeah. I mean, y- you never know these days. They're... Um I actually started watching an, uh, a, a UFO like documentary series on Showtime that's uh, produced by mm. uh, who's the guy who screwed up Star Wars? <laughs> uh, um, you're talking about uh, Bad um, Robot. I yeah. can't think of his name. Oh, you're talking about J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson. He's the guy who really screwed up Star Wars. We don't need to get into all that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it's actually they, pretty interesting yeah. the one that uh, the one that I'm watching. But uh, I, you know, I don't know if you could really even call like 
like extraterrestrials. Could you really even call them like conspiracy theory? Well, I don't know, Robbie. You tell me. What do you do? You believe that we have been visited by uh, <laughs> intelligent life forms from outer space? Well, to to quote one of my favorite uh, fictional characters from the mid '90s, uh, I want to believe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's way more sexy to believe. Oh, of course. And and honestly, I think it's a little bit arrogant to think that we are the end all be all. Yeah, I like, hear. We're, I hear, we're I hear that. Like, I hear that line. I hear that line a lot. I don't know if I understand it or not, but I'm, I'm open. I'm open to the, I'm open to the idea. I'm not a stuffed shirt. I, I think it's. I don't know. I mean, I if if somebody said Eric, you got to bet your fortune, I'd say no. But I'm open to the idea. I'm open. Yeah, I think if I if I had to bet everything, I'd say. I mean, I guess it depends on what you're saying. Are there are there other life forms out there, or have we been visited? Have we been visited? That's that's a different question. Right. I think to, to say that there are no other life forms is is where I think it gets a little bit arrogant. But uh, that's really neither here nor there. But I do like that. That's a good. Uh, we're off to a good start on the conspiracy theories. Uh, as you mentioned, we are smoking the Herrera S Lee tonight. This was supposed to be uh, Wild Card Willie Wednesday, which was just way too fun to say. And I can't believe it took us this long to uh, <laughs> to have a, a Wild Card Willie Wednesday. But uh, it, actually, that could be weird. You can end up with some weird memes out of that one. Um, that would have been fun. Have a meme contest about Wild Card Willie Wednesday. That's we get some people in Facebook jail. I think. Exactly. Yeah, that that, <laughs> might, that that would have gone downhill super quick, <laughs> super quick. So if you survived, if you're the only one who didn't say something racy enough to put you into Facebook jail, you might have won. Um, but uh, yeah, we're we're just kind of getting out of season three. We're getting ready to get into season four. We've got more details on season four. We'll get into that a little bit later. And we're smoking uh, the the. The mission today, boys, uh, should you choose to accept it, and you already did, mm-hmm. was to uh, smoke your favorite Herrera Esteli and find uh, you find a, a pairing. I, I went with a pairing uh, with a cocktail that I don't know that I've ever had before, uh, so I wanted to go with something different. But when it came to the cigar that I was smoking, I had to go with the original limited edition godfather of all Lanceros, uh, the greatest Lancero ever created by God or man. <laughs> Um, the Herrera Esteli uh, Lancero. <laughs> that is a fantastic cigar. It is. It's it's just a great cigar, and I, I feel like the I haven't smoked one of these in a while. The cellophane on Oop. this puppy. Sorry about that. I don't know if you can see that, but that's it was pretty yellow. Oh yeah. This thing's this thing's got some time on it, so uh, it's uh, off to a very smooth start. So I'm excited about that. We'll get into the cocktails in a minute. Uh, what are you uh, smoking, Eric? So I've got this. Uh, it's the Herrera Esteli uh, Habano, but this is a special box-pressed limited edition that Drew Estate was giving out. I don't know if they were just giving these out on Safari. I can't remember now where I got it. Shop exclusive. Yeah, shop was, exclusive. Yeah, it's the real sharp uh, box press. Yeah, sharp box press. I've, I've never had this version before. My favorite in this... Um, in this line is the Herrera Esteli Lonsdale, um, which is what Quinn is going to light up right now. So I'm excited. I just cut it and lit it, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Jordan, what do you got? Well, I am a little frazzled over here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you smoking? That's the question. But I am smoking the Herrera Esteli Miami coming out of El Titan de Bronze. And... Uh, Drinking beer from Wyoming, of all places. You wouldn't think that they even know about beer yet, but Patrick Larkin brought this down. 
and I've had one. It was pretty dang good. It's a it's an anniversary barrel aged uh, English strong ale. All right. Oh, that's uh, an English strong. That's uh, so it's eleven. What do we got? Eleven percenter on this guy. Yep, eleven point seven percent. This is where I would ask Randy, what's the difference between an English strong and a barley wine? I did. I asked him that uh, the night that we had the the uh, docella, and mm. I can't remember what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, oh, I thought you were going to have all the answers, and we'd have Randy's replacement. I think he basically it. said they're they're basically the same thing. I can't Randy, remember. I, Randy, I saw you comment, uh, so I know you're watching from yeah, your tell uh, us what the undisclosed uh, bunker under the hill. Maybe it is aliens. I don't know. Um, but uh, go ahead and, and chime in uh, with the difference between an English <laughs> strong ale and a uh, and a barley Eng- English barley wine, not an American barley wine. I know everyone's on the edge of their seats for that. Uh, Eric, uh, I am drinking a cocktail that my uh, my lovely wife made, uh, and my it looks um, beautiful. Look at that. It's it, look at that. It's just it's little ice cubes in it and everything. Uh, I'm drinking a Godfather cocktail. Are you familiar with the Godfather? No. Tell me more. You're gonna hate it. It is. Uh, it's. It's really just two ounces of scotch, and a quarter ounce of amaretto. Oh, well, that's, that's as it. simple as could be. It's super simple. Um, I do that with bourbon, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it's called, but bourbon. <laughs> the, you do everything with bourbon, though. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast cereal, bourbon, Wheaties, and bourbon. That's, Anything. It's the breakfast of champions. Um, yeah, it's it's a cocktail that I've heard about before. I uh, wanted to, my father-in-law is a big Scotch guy, so I had a, a large Scotch selection to choose from. So I wanted to go with a Scotch-based cocktail. Uh, I've had a Rob Roy, and they're terrible. Um, so this was the next one on the list. <laughs> so we gave it a shot. So far, it's working out pretty well. It's um, a little bit sweet. There's a little bit of smoke from the Scotch, um, and it's pairing kind of nicely. It's not overpowering. So it's uh, so far pretty symbiotic. Uh, Eric, where, where do you, what are you uh, tasting this evening? So I. You know, I took this challenge. By the way, that's sort of the uh, idea of this season is uh, a challenge. Like, we either pick... Or, and, Robbie, you correct me if I'm wrong, okay? You're getting ahead of yourself a little bit here, but that's Oh, fine. I am? Okay, sorry. Um, uh, well, the cat's out of the bag now. Have you ever tried to put a cat back well, in the bag? Well, it, sort of it was sort of in our, our lead-up to the show, too. But I picked um, uh, a mojito, and I made this the sort of the uh, traditional Cuban way that I learned uh, from Rainier of HVC. And look, that's just, it's a big, now Jordan made fun of me because of the size of that's this That's too thing. much. Jeez. Just, <laughs> but, it's, you gotta, sometimes it's classier like to pour two sem- half-full glasses. Than, I get that. Like, but can you imagine gonna, if you'd had a glass of wine and you were just like. I, but I'm going to be on the show all the way up to the top. for an hour, so I, I just needed to make one very large mojito. And I figured with this Habano, sort of a traditional type of a cigar, I thought in my mind that this delicious uh, mojito would pair well with that, Robbie. Um, so that that's what I went with. I think mojito is going to be a great call. And I, uh, no cocktail shame here, buddy. Go with the, uh, the fill it up, long pour, do the whole, the whole deal. <laughs> exactly. Now, hey, Robbie, uh, I got some cool news for you. Lay it on me. We're gonna be we're gonna be trying something a little bit new tonight. So, mm. audience, this is a perfect night for it. What the hell? What could possibly go wrong? Audience, audience, you have to bear with us because we've never done this. I can get it working. Um, but we are going to be asking the audience. We're going to be polling the audience uh, as to uh, how a first of all we'll get a, a poll going, and it'll be the same poll. You can change your vote as the show goes on if you want. Uh, what you who do you think the the pairing who picked the pairing the best, 
And then as we get into it and describe our cigars and our, our drinks and the pairing, at the, you know, the end, we'll, we'll see what the audience thinks as to who, uh, who picked the uh, best pairing out of us, guys. So we're going to try it. Uh, I, I don't know how well it will work, but it could be, it could be fun. It could be a disaster, but it, it, it allows us something, uh, something new to try, Jordan. Yeah, if I can get it to work. Okay. <laughs> so I, I have a feeling we're not going to see Jordan very much for the next uh, 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, so initially, if Jordan gets this working, you would be voting on what you think before we start describing it. Like, what's your guess as to which of these pairings would be the best? You got Jordan with the uh-huh. English Strong Ale and the Herrera Esteli Miami. You've got me with the Box Press Herrera Esteli and a Mojito. And you've got Robbie with a, the Lancero the delicious Lancero Herrera Esteli with a uh, Godfather. Is that is I, I got that right, right? That's, that's correct, yeah. So just right off the top, um, you could guess as to, you know, who was going to do the best. So we'll see if that works. But we don't, we don't, the show doesn't depend on that, but we thought it would be fun if we could make it work. So anyways, look, yep. f- look forward to that. You'll see the vote pop up on your screen if uh, Jordan can make it work. So anyways, Robbie, uh- um, are you you wanna you wanna touch a little bit on on what's uh, see in 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 season four what is ah. entailed? Yeah, yeah. We'll the jump, poll we'll is jump active into, apparently. All right. Beautiful. Oh, all right. So is, so there you go. See, uh, if you if you've got your folks, you can't really see that on my screen too well because it just looks white. But you can uh, vote for uh, Robbie Sensei or Jordan. Ooh, now, remember, Sensei's getting crushed so you, far. You can always That's change your vote. You can always change your vote. Let me, uh, to help you guys out, just show you the, the color and texture we're working with here. Very pruney looking. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're trying to go, you're trying to goad the audience. But look at this glass. It's glassware <laughs> that we're working with. That is a nice glass. That's a, that's a, nice that's a beautiful this looking is, cocktail. This is, this is some classy stuff here. But look and, how big you know, this is. Lancero. And, and <laughs> we're not voting on whose is the biggest now. That's also how we get stuck right, in right, Facebook right, jail. Right, right. A lot of innuendo in the show tonight. Uh, <laughs> We will, uh, yeah, so season four, um, it, we've been a little bit, uh, Jordan's likely to overpower. Of course Thanks, it will. Randy. Thanks, Randy. Randy I asked you a specific every question. drink's going to overpower uh, the cigar. Come on. <laughs> oh, who gets to do Randy's read tonight? We didn't figure that part out. That's going to be we bring you. somebody in from the audience? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that could be fun. Um, so, season four. Yes. We are, yeah, so we're going with a bit of a challenge style like you referenced there, Eric. So... We are going to go with, and I'm, I'm pulling up the cocktails here for the first segment so everybody can know what we're doing. Boom, got it. Okay, so the concept for season four is it's it's going to be, it's very similar to what we're doing tonight. I don't know why the light keeps doing that. I'm sorry that I get this big bright light. Just look away. Uh, don't go into the light, Caroline. Um, I'm not wearing that shirt tonight, actually. That's too bad. Um, so <clears throat> we are going to set the parameters of Season four, as every segment will be a challenge. Every show is going to be a challenge. So the first segment that we're going to do is, uh, and I'll, I'll get into the details here, is uh, whiskey cocktails. Uh, don't uh, don't put any of Randy's comments up while I'm talking. <laughs> is he going to just, like, write the read? <laughs> he just, can, can, he, can he do it? Can he call in and do his read from his undisclosed location? That's fine I, would, I would think so. Well, yeah, whatever. You guys can work on that. Um, so the con- – so the, the, the the idea behind season four, every segment's going to be a challenge. Every episode's going to be a challenge. So the first segment, we were breaking it up into four episode segments like we've done in the past. We'll do six of them, uh, and that will be the full season. This might actually run into two seasons because we have so many different um, 
so many different uh, segments that we want to do. So we're going to start with whiskey cocktails. So the one constant that's going to be for everyone is the cocktail that we're drinking. Now, you guys, and this is for everybody, but mainly for you two back in, at the dugout there, you have to follow the recipe. You have to follow the recipe of the drink. And Can't we will it. post the re- You have to. We will post the recipes uh, for everyone, and I'll post. I've got all these. I'll post them all um, in uh, in the Dojoverse in the uh, the Flavor Odyssey uh, page, so you guys can see for the first segment. So the constant is going to be the cocktail. So for week one, I'll tell you all right now. Breaking news: doo, 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 doo. Um, the uh, first cocktail that we're going to do is one that we have done before, but we're trying to kind of branch out in some certain things. But the first one we're going to do is a Manhattan. And we all loved Manhattan the first time we did it. I think we've only done it once on the show, and that was back in season two, maybe even season one. No, it was season two if it was cocktail. Um, So the idea is we all make a a Manhattan using the same ingredients, or at least the same recipe, and try to find the best pairing for the best cigar to pair with a Manhattan. And so each show, we will all have our own cigars, and we will explain why we decided to go with this particular cigar. Maybe it's something in the flavor profile. Maybe you think that this particular wrapper is going to you know, offer this bit of flavor note that's going to go well with this that you get out of uh, a Manhattan. Uh, but that's basically the, the concept behind the, the, the season. So we're going to pick, you know, like I said, that first segment is going to be four different um, whiskey cocktails that we're all going to drink, and I'll tell you all what the four are here shortly so you guys can prepare. And then you can, as the audience, you all at home, you can decide how you want to do it. You can try to pick your favorite pairing. You can try to find something that you think is great. Uh, or you can say, hey, I you know, I tend to agree with Randy, mostly. I, I, I don't know who those people are. But uh, you might be one of those people and say, hey, I, I tend to agree with Randy, so I'm going to go with what he is pairing. Or I think Jordan knows what he's talking about. Uh, again, I don't know who these people are, but um, you know, you might want to go with their pairing or try something on your own. So there's going to be ways for you all to interact as well. And maybe we can do, we can keep this uh, this poll going. Uh, but I also would like to see if people are doing their own pairings, how those worked, and what they decided to go with, and why. Uh, so that could be kind of fun. And then in let's say the second segment is Habano wrapped cigars. So in that segment, we would pick four cigars with Habano wrappers, and we'd all smoke the same cigars and find, try to find a, the perfect drink for that particular cigar. Right. So there will be a, a constant across the board for everyone, and there's a variable. It's either going to be the cigar or the drink, and we will um, go through. We're going to be honest with the way that, uh, that you know, what the pairing turned out and uh, have everybody vote and see who kind of the winner is every week. Right, and so normally, um, normally on a regular episode, it, the re- main challenge is between Robbie and Randy. Uh, me and Jordan may play along for fun, but uh, you guys will be voting. Uh, and as the season goes, as the season goes on, um, we'll get that audience feedback as to uh, who's winning, Robbie or Randy, based on each each episode. And obviously, we hope that you guys at home uh, play along as well and do your best uh, pairings also. But by the end of the season, we should have a season four challenge champion. Either Robbie or Randy, Ooh. and I can't be more excited to. Uh, this season to me just sounds super intriguing. I can't wait. Now, do you guys yeah. want me to show the results? Maybe every, every third of the show. Yeah, I'll show them right now. Show them right now. Show them right now. Let's give you guys a, a feel. They say, "Oh." And we we have to tell uh, because poor Jordan only twenty two percent. Maybe I should. 
<laughs> up his score a little bit. Um, and by oh, the way, show if, you, those, if you're uh, now you one more time, you're gonna only see it on Facebook for this. We later on in the se- season we might be able to update this to where it'll show on YouTube as well. So it looks like Robbie's leading. Uh, do you know the percentages? So we got Robbie at forty three percent. Okay. Sensei at thirty five. Okay. And I'm at twenty two. Come on, people. Come on. You've it's, never it's, even heard of a Godfather before, and I'm drinking one of the most classic drinks <laughs> in the world for crying out loud. <laughs> but his glass but is Nobody so knows what an English strong ale is. So, But, was, Robbie, your glassware is, is, reopening the poll. is killer. The, the glassware game is on point. We can thank uh, Mr. Ron Campbell for that. My, well, this one's empty, <laughs> but uh, round two is here. Um, and, uh, yeah, as I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm, I am uh, on location visiting visiting the in-laws this week and it's been uh just a blast we had a major storm that came through last night which was uh, why we weren't able to do this if i was trying to do this last night um there wouldn't have been any power so it wouldn't have worked um it was a pretty pretty hefty storm more than i'm used to at least in california i'm sitting here watching all this rain and thinking wow i wish we could take some of this home but um now robbie robbie you went fishing you went fishing we did we uh so we are on lake gaston uh, or just off of Lake Gaston, which is so we're kind of on the Virginia North Carolina border, and uh, so we actually caught we went in we caught these fish I think in North Carolina uh, it depends but this is a gigantic lake Lake Gaston is freaking huge I'd never heard of it before but if you look it up on a map it's gigantic so my father-in-law <clears throat> was kind enough to uh, to book a guide for us to take us out on this lake and you know show us some of the best places to fish and. Um, you know, show us different uh, different rigs to use for different uh, types of fish and that kind of thing. Uh, we went catfishing, um, and uh, the gentleman's name is Zach, and I can't remember his last name, but uh, if you follow me on Facebook or Facebook friends, I'll share his post because he does a great job. He was actually the uh, the state uh, record holder for the largest catfish up until last year. His was like 110 pounds that he caught, and that's a big old, big old catfish. Big old bullfrog. Uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, my, Dana uh, and I, my wife and I, uh, along with Ron and Claire, uh, went out fishing this morning. We were out for four hours, and we caught eight catfish. We kept two of them, one of which we uh, had in tacos about an hour before the show, and it was fantastic. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, my wife caught the first fish, and it was a 35-pounder. And we're just looking at this. I mean, 35-pound catfish, boys, Jeez. is huge. It's huge. And I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, oh, my God, of course my wife is going to catch the biggest fish. So we kind of did it in order. We had six poles in the water, and everybody just kind of took turns uh, catching. You know, whenever there was a bite, we all went up and did our thing. Uh, So the next time it's Dana's turn because we already caught four fish, she gets a bite, and it's like this thing goes down. And uh, the the guide, Zach, he's like, oh, this is a big one. And like he got real serious <laughs> and, and then it was, he was like, okay, you guys, you should stand over here and okay, make sure there's enough room. And Dana's reeling this thing in and she's re- for a good, maybe 10 minutes. She's Jeez. fighting and reeling in this fish to the point where, I mean, I, I don't know how, how much uh, you all fish, but uh, you control the drag on your line. That's how uh, much like fish are allowed to take the line. So it doesn't break. And uh, she had her drag, you know, loose enough so he could go, but she's reeling in and like nothing's happening. It's like, he's fighting that much. We finally get him into the boat, and I've got a video of him pulling this thing into the boat. It was 50-pound catfish. And Jordan, look at this thing. Oh, my. Look at that fish. That's, my wife could fit uh, her head in the mouth of this fish. Look at this thing. That is, that is a incredible. Beast. Holy Unbelievable. Cow. Wow. 
that's like that is and i'm t- and she's standing there i was like this is this is like the catch of a lifetime i mean what did it measure I, if, tail to to head did you measure? you know we actually didn't measure the length we uh we weighed it based on that she says oh it was like the size of a toddler i'm like no this is like the size of a nine-year-old this is a big old big old fish and uh, man, it was. Uh, that's we a just lot had of tacos. Yeah, that is a lot of tacos. <laughs> we we uh, let that one go. Uh, they actually have uh, some regulations here on um, the sizing of ca- of catfish. They recently became semi-protected, so there's they have to be a certain length to keep them. And once they're uh, or once they're a certain size, a certain weight, and I think it's probably somewhere around 30 or 35 pounds. Once they're that big, they don't taste quite as good when they're that big mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and you usually want to throw those back, but these big boys. Yeah, like but that you could one, have mounted that definitely. thing over your fireplace. Goodness. Yeah, yeah, you could have. You could have. A year ago, you could have, but they've uh, they changed the uh, the rules here in uh, at least on this lake anyway in in Virginia and North Carolina. So it's uh, it's it's good for the fish because they do have. Um, I mean, those things they live forever. That one, uh, we asked our guide. He said they tend to go about five pounds a year. So that one was anywhere from like ten to eleven years old. Um, but yeah, that was just a beast. Yeah. You could feed the whole dojo community with that one. Exactly. Big old, big old fish. And then after that, I catch one that's like 22, 25 pounds. Wow. That's the biggest fish I've ever caught. And I'm looking at it. Nobody like, cares. Eh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's pictures of it, but I didn't show it cause it looks like I'm holding a sardine compared to that. Thing. Yeah. You might as well just quit after that one. <laughs> but it was, it was a blast, man. And, and we were only out there for about four hours. The weather held up for us nicely wasn't too hot. It was nice and overcast. And as soon as we got home, it started pouring again. So we're lucky that the weather has uh, has uh, opened a window for us here so we can uh, get the show in. But, yeah, I definitely want to talk about that fishing trip. because I'm was showing it one more time. That's just Look at that thing. Look at that. Look at that. that is it had to incredible. be. That had to be. That's got to be about four feet long. Yeah. 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 It looks like it's almost as tall as she would be. Yeah. Yeah. It really almost is. Yeah. It's got to be about maybe maybe four and a half. That was that's that's a fish of a lifetime, man. And we, the best way to eat catfish is fried. Uh, we, yeah, we didn't do cornmeal batter. We did. Uh, we just did a beer batter for the um, for the tacos. But uh, I, I caught one. We did a little fishing off the dock yes or two days ago, and Dana caught a um, a largemouth bass, actually a pretty good sized bass. And uh, I caught a catfish, which I thought was a big fish at the time. It was uh, you know, like 28, 29 inches, uh, so it was probably like five to seven pounds. And I thought that was pretty big, and I realized today that it's not. These things are massive. Dang, you fit, good fishing trip for you guys. That's incredible. Yeah, now, yeah, it's been fun. We, we're just kind of messing around, but it's been a lot of fun. Little update from uh, Randy: An old ale has more notes <laughs> of sherry coming from the aging, not as strong or rich as a barley wine. I think hmm. he, I think that holds true. It has. Yeah. It's very. I mean, if I didn't know, I would just think this was a barley wine. But it does. It it's maybe a bit more thin. Yeah, okay. It doesn't have the viscosity to right. it. And barley wine's to. a weird thing. Like when you go in, when you buy a barley wine, you almost don't know sometimes they don't list on the can if it's an English style or an American style. And you could be you could be about to open up a double IPA or a bar, or like what I would consider a barley wine, like an English style raisiny, you know, drink. Yeah, uh, you, you, you never know. Yeah. It's a wide open uh it's a wide open style. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, narrow down that category, guys. Come yeah. On. It's almost like a catch-all. It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's 13%. Yeah, barley wine. That's good. We'll call it barley wine. What the hell? Um, so is that is that, so? let's get back to season four. Did I give – was that enough of a breakdown yeah, so you guys understand I, I kind of what we're so. doing? I think so. If you guys are on Facebook and have any questions, feel free to ask them. But um, Yeah, yeah, toss them out. And if you have any any segments that you'd like to see, like 
you know, we've got a list of we could almost get three seasons out of this because there's so many different things. We we don't want to repeat what we've done already. Uh, so we probably won't go with too many. We've done rappers and we've done kind of like we'll do probably more origin type stuff because um, we haven't really done uh, so much of that. But uh, we want to keep expanding on what we're doing and kind of building the catalog of what we're doing. Um, I'm starting to realize when we get to the end of this to the end of this season, we're going to have like so you can go through and look at some of these episodes and just about any cigar you want to smoke. You can at least look at what we paired with it and see if. It was a thumbs up or a thumbs oh, yeah. down. We should, we should uh, work on getting some kind of searchable. I should have asked you about this before, Jordan, before I brought it up on air. But uh, some kind of searchable kind of, I don't know, like a spreadsheet or something we could put online that right. people could 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 access. And you Well, know, we do have, uh, I mean, this might not be where you're as specific as you're referring to. But if you go to uh, cigardojo.com slash, uh, I think it's flavor odyssey schedule, there's every season a table of every season and you can see the thumbs ups, thumbs downs. And then also at the top, I have a new graph that shows you guys whole season rating. I saw that today. When so did you put that up? Uh, that was yesterday. So now you can see quickly see like in season one, you guys used to be a lot harder on cigars in season one. <laughs> you were like a 60% thumbs up and Robbie was like, uh, Randy was like uh, 55% thumbs up. And then the next two seasons are, you guys are both in like the seventies and eighties. Thumbs up. Well, it's funny if, if you look at like the the layout of the seasons, we were uh, we had much stronger constraints that first season, right? Because we were you know going with the right. alphabet and it had to be beer, so that made it a little bit tougher to find those pairings. And I, you know you could look at it and say ah they got lazy. We didn't really I don't think we got lazy or you know we're cherry picking what we wanted to do. We just got a little we were able to open it up to a bunch of different things. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, we look at a pairing and we look, this is going to be a layup and we know it, um, and pairing anything with an old fashioned is pretty much a layup. Uh, yeah, exactly. Randy was just saying the A to Z first season was much harder to create good pairings, even though creating good pairings isn't necessarily the goal of the show, right? It's, it's more about exploring the flavors that you're, that you're experiencing and what makes a good pairing is really the, 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 uh, the goal of the show, I think, um, so in seasons two and three, we were able to expand a lot and try different things. And especially in season three, we definitely kind of went off the rails with some of the stuff, the, the matcha highball and things of that Oof. nature. That was um, probably the weirdest one we've done. Yeah, and it, but I it, was, didn't hate it, it was fun, and it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's really not the goal of pairing. But, uh, you know, we, we and I keep going back to wine, but we, we started pairing a lot of wine, and I'll be damned, it's, it's, it's really good. good. Now, um, Joe, before you get too far, Joe Helsley... Oh. Uh, can we get a full, uh, full list of the season pairings and cigars? <laughs> now, I had asked a, uh, an where, audience question. Where, where were we leaving off? An audience question. Can we list the entire season's pairings? No. Uh, that We don't plan them out that far in advance. But we do list on, on like I said, that same page, cigardojo.com slash flavor odyssey schedule. That will give you, we'll give you four pairings in advance. And also that will be listed on, there's a group on uh, Dojoverse. If you join the Flavor Odyssey group, uh, Randy posts them there as well. Well, I'm, I can give everybody the first four, the first segment here um, for season four. And I and we didn't really settle on an order, so I'm just going to pick it right now. Oh, wow. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to start with the Manhattan, which I said we've already done. Uh, I don't remember what we paired it with, but I remember we all really enjoyed it. It's such a great cocktail. It's a classic. Um, we decided not to go with an old-fashioned because we've done it so often. Um, and, and by so often, I mean, we probably done it like three times, but it's always good. 
and that's a that's kind of a layup. And I have a feeling this is a bit of a layup, but it's not quite as obvious. So, uh, and plus, I just want to drink another old fat or uh, Manhattan. So uh, that's I want to drink another old fashioned too. Uh, that's what I almost drank tonight. Um, so that's going to be the first one, and then we will go with one of your favorite boys. We're going to have a mint julep, which I don't think that we've done on the show before. Uh, so we are going to go uh, mint julep in the second. And then this is where it's going to get a little bit weird. We've got two cocktails, one that I uh, decidedly do not like and one that I've never had before. Uh, the one that I've never had before is called the Beggar's Banquet. And let me see if I can pull up what the recipe is on this. All these recipes are from liquor.com, and we will uh, share the links for you all so you can uh, follow along. Now, I'm Robbie, are you, up, are you keeping I'm... track of the order you're saying these things in? Because after the show, we'll be no. like, "What did you 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 determine the <laughs> no. next course of the four Yes, episodes? I am. Of course, I am. <laughs> Randy's watching. Randy, take notes. You're watching. You've got you've got a pen and paper wherever you're at. I'm sure. Uh, so then we're going with the cocktail called the Beggar's Banquet, which I cannot seem to get to open uh, because my internet here is just not great. So I don't want to mess with that. That's right. But it is a it's a it's a whiskey based cocktail. Uh, Jordan, if you could look it up, Beggar's Banquet on Liquor.com. It's whiskey-based cocktail, but it's topped off with um, uh, it's it's topped off with beer. It's whiskey and beer, so it sounds very definitely different, very interesting. I'm intrigued by that one. And then the last one we're gonna do, and we should probably be getting into cooler temperatures at this point. We're gonna do a hot toddy. Oh, hey really, I've never enjoyed hot toddies. I don't like hot uh, cocktails at all. It's just the smell of I, I smell the warm alcohol, and I just don't like it. But I care so much about the show and the diversity of beverages that we offer that I want to uh, take a chance on this one and see, uh, see, what, see what happens. So hot toddy is it's hot water, lemon. There's like cloves and a couple of different things that go in there and, uh, and whiskey. And, again, we'll share all these uh, recipes now with I've you Now I've got all. the uh, Beggar's Banquet here. We're looking at two okay, minutes. We're looking at bourbon, maple syrup, lemon juice, freshly squeezed, of course, uh, lager, that's where the banquet comes into play, and uh, mm. an orange garnish. Doesn't that sound interesting? Yeah, yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Very good. I, I'm I'm looking at this cocktail and I didn't know what it was. I just clicked on it and uh, and it was like, okay, whiskey, okay, maple syrup. All right, that sounds good. A little lemon in there. Sure, why not? Bug on my face, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, we're we're outside and we get uh, with the light out here. There's a lot of bugs flying around. Um, but it was the ale that, uh, that, or, uh, lager, I beg your pardon, that topped it off for me. You say banquet, that's, you know, core is the banquet beers. This may be a Denver based cocktail. You never know. We're keeping it, uh, yeah, we're definitely brother. keeping it home style. So that's going to be the first one. Uh, and then we will, uh, in the coming weeks, uh, Eric, you're a hot toddy guy, huh? Oh, I love them. My, my parents used to make them all the time. When we were kids and, uh, I think that it's great. It's basically, I just like lemon and. And whiskey heated up, basically <laughs> with a little cinnamon stick, right? I mean, yeah. There's, there's this recipe, uh, Jordan. If you could pull the one up from Liquor.com, it has like, um, it has like star anise in it, maybe, or it's got some, some, some spices in there as well. But I, I like the cinnamon stick. That's very festive. Yeah, yeah. It's a festive drink for sure. Yeah. Now I'm just looking at the so regular that'll be, that'll old hot toddy. That you know, nothing, yeah. you, nothing fancy, right? So we got uh, mm. you know boiling water, cl- four cloves. We got a lemon peel. Cloves. We got demerara sugar or brown sugar, lemon mm. juice, and whiskey. There we go. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. It's the cloves that's going to be in there, and that's going to be the that's going to be the tough pairing component. 
Because mm. the flavor of cloves or anise, anise, however you want to say it, um, that can, for, at least for me, that can be pretty overpowering. I feel so like we need to you... replace that with cinnamon. Ah, <laughs> 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 right, we gotta go. We no, gotta go with what, what is. We have to go liquor.com. You, right? you can garnish with a cinnamon stick if you want. Right. I'll, I'll be. I'll allow it. <laughs> I don't. With all the clo- well, cloves and cinnamon, that'll work. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds like something that would. You know, when you have a sore throat, that you should be, you should drink this, and you have a sore throat, it's gonna make your throat feel better, and you know, help you sleep. Now, Randy's like. saying you were drinking hot toddies as a kid. Yeah. 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 yeah I was gonna ask about that. Yeah. That's what's that about? Ah, uh, you know, my parents were yeah. they that give us give us a taste here and there. You know, I mean, why do you think I like bourbon so much, boys? <laughs> <laughs> you got a toothache. You rub a little. Uh, yeah, exactly. A There's little a, a lot of like drinks a lot of cocktails that people are like oh you, you have to drink that's a summer drink that's a winter drink usually i don't agree I'm like it's it's a drink i'll drink it any time of the year i want but hot toddy that you can't drink that in the summer that's insane yeah, it's winter time that's that's why i want to make sure we do that one last it'll be closer towards the end of september um so we'll be able to uh, hopefully be a little bit uh, cooler um and the, the scheduling is was still kind of up in the air we haven't quite nailed that down my schedule um for september uh, through the rest of the month and next month is a little bit tough with the Giants and playoffs and, and all that stuff. So I don't know exactly when I'm going to be at the ballpark. But um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll post all that up very shortly. And um, Randy and I will uh, we'll get the next we'll try to get maybe the next two or three segments posted in advance. So uh, especially the first uh, cigar segment. So you all can uh, make sure that you go out and get uh, your hands on those cigars. You have plenty of time to do it. Uh, Jordan, should we get an update on this poll? I'm now curious. Guys, to see. I'm just getting killed. I, I haven't gotten a vote <laughs> since the, the beginning of the show. Uh, but, you know, I feel like this is more of a vote on, like, personality. Like, they, you no, know, like, no. This is no. not a vote on the pairing. This uh, We have the most honest audience in the world, like Jordan. <laughs> they, they, they know. They suggest. Yeah. You're suggesting you're the least likable person here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Very honest self-assessment. I, I, I like that. So we're working with Robbie, 29%. Oh. Uh, Sensei, 50%. Oh, I took the lead. And I'm at measly 21%. I think I think. Well, I took yeah, the... but you you went like an easy, like, you know, you, you basically had the equivalent of like a bourbon and a cigar. I... Well, what what am I supposed to pick something that I think is not good? I'm I'm picking <laughs> what? challenge your palate a little bit. Come on, this yeah. is the perfect. Now, this is the perfect. Uh, I feel like we should uh, you know talk about them a little. Uh, a little yeah, bit. but maybe uh, Rob, we we shouldn't force Robbie to try to do a Randy's read. But you know maybe maybe Robbie <laughs> could do kind of a little modified sort of uh, a commercial sort of just update, like a, just the best you can. On the fly, can. you know, like on a, the fly. Yeah, this is um, this we is are contractually fly, obligated. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Contractually, contractually obligated to, <laughs> to reference, what is it? Oh man, I was going through the uh, the uh, the um, rebirth of cigars. Talladega Nights, Talladega Nights. Oh yeah, Powerade at every meal. Big red man, gum. I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'll refocus. Next line. Uh, yeah, want to thank uh, Drew Estate for. Uh, I'm not going to go crazy like Randy does and get you know veins in my neck and stuff. Um, thanks to Drew Estate for uh, sponsoring the show. Uh, obviously, without uh, the fine folks at Drew Estate, we could not. Uh, for man, going on four seasons, I still can't believe it. So, uh, thanks to them for all their support in making this happen. Uh, also, thanks to Smoke In for supplying all the cigars uh, that we smoke on the show on Flavor Odyssey. 
Uh, if you've never ordered from Smoke Inn or have been to one of their locations, you are living under a stone somewhere, and you should move the stone and go check out their website or check out one of their locations. Um, and thanks to them for uh, for their support. And that's really all you're going to get out of me because I was not prepared for any of that. That's all right. You did just now, just fine. I'll, I'm gonna, I feel like I should mention to guys. Yeah. I mean, you guys probably already did this, but you can change your, your vote. Right. You can change you your can vote. You can change your vote. Like, all of a sudden, yeah, you well, I mean, look at this. But there's That's no... Sensei's there's no, like... There's no reason... You voted for him, you're like, to ah. There's no reason to change it unless you didn't vote for me. <laughs> ah, well, you're you're yeah, smoking, that's, that's and you realize, like, this this sucks. I'm going to go yeah. with... Okay. Yeah, up until the end of the show, <laughs> and then we'll close the voting, and then that'll be it. But, hey, a uh, quick update on the conspiracy theories. Let me throw a couple at you here. Alcoholic... Rick said uh, Robbie and Randy were planning to heist all of Sensei's cigars. I don't know why that mm. would prevent them from doing it last night, but that's a theory. And then uh, CZR, I kind of like this one. Robbie found out that he is making the Hall of Fame, and he was just too excited to be on the show. <laughs> um, that, I can, I can tell you for sure, no, that's, not true. that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It is uh, emphasis on capital T theory. So there you go. <laughs> That's no, I like it. I, I think that sounds great. Um, I think that I am a very qualified member of the Hall of Fame to uh, to get it. I'm not even close to being qualified to get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Randy is, but it's never going to happen. <laughs> and that's that's all. That's all I know. You know, I, I don't know anything about it. But I, I will say, I, I've I've never really had a. Uh, I don't really like Scotch cocktails. I love Scotch, um, and we don't drink a lot of Scotch. I force you guys to do a Scotch segment. Just because, why not? Sure. I feel like that's, Explore yeah, that's your palates a little bit. Kind of newer, right? Under, I mean, under, people didn't yeah. traditionally put scotch in cocktails. They probably thought it was taboo. Mm. Well, I, yeah, I think we might just do maybe a scotch segment where we do uh, maybe a different uh, region of Scotland each time, and we'll avoid the Islay or Islay or however the hell you say it, because I know you guys don't like the smoky stuff. Isla. Uh, but maybe we could do a. Isla, whatever. We could do a, a Highland and a Lowland and uh, Robbie. You know, I'm not. Can, I'm not buying four bottles out. of scotch to, to for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll buy one I, bottle I, of scotch <laughs> per year. That's it. And make cocktails out of it. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I've never been big on scotch cocktails. Like I said, the Rob Roy tastes terrible. Um, there's one called Blood and Sand that my wife always tells me that I've had and I like, but it's just a terrible name. I don't. I don't want to drink that. Um, call it something else, and I might be on board. But this Godfather is so simple. I'm it's trying to remind people what I'm scotch pairing, and they can say, yeah, "Oh, what, yeah, he does have the best pairing." I, I didn't even realize. <laughs> no, this is, I mean, definitely the best cigar of the bunch is right here. Okay, you're right. You can't beat that. Well, you the, got the, the you, you have the sale. best I mean, cigar, of course. Yeah, that's true. Look at this. And this cocktail, I'm telling you, is very tasty. The the little just the quarter shot of amaretto. Um, Amaretto is pretty sweet. It's almond uh, flavored. Uh, it's not really a liqueur, I guess. Maybe it is. Yeah, it is. Almond flavored liqueur. So it's, it's so it's definitely sweeter. Um, but it just it adds just a nice roundness to the scotch. Put a little ice cube in there. Let the ice melt. Water it down just a little bit. It's a very nice drink. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to keep reaching for it over and over again, but it's definitely tasty and it's working out pretty well with this uh, with this pairing for sure. Now. Uh, and we'll, I'll, we'll, I'm going to ask this question later, but I, I want to ask each of you guys honestly, and I'll answer myself as honest as possible at the end, as we get down to the end. Like, would you vote for yourself? Or <laughs> yeah, like let's vote on, let's honestly vote on uh, the, yeah, the best. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit real quick uh, about this version of a mojito, Robbie. 
Um, so I've been doing this version of a mojito. Like in the past, we use simple syrup, um, which is obviously really good. It's a good way to make a mojito. You know, simple syrup, a little club soda. Uh, normally, you make the uh, the sugar or simple syrup. The lime, it's about a half of a lime juice or a half of a lime juiced in the bottom. Uh, I do a couple shots of rum. It can be pretty much any kind of rum. And then a bunch of mint. And then you muddle that. You put ice in it. And then you fill it up with club soda all the way to the top. And then uh, kind of give it a slight mix. Not a big mix because the idea with the mojito is it's layered. And so you want to have it change and transition as you go. The difference here with the Rainier version is he doesn't use simple syrup. He just uses raw uh, sugar, and, and you put it at the bottom. And I I believe that it gives it some sort of character, I can't explain why, that I do prefer um, over uh, the simple syrup. And so uh, I've been doing them this way now uh, ever since uh, Rainier taught me how to do that. And it is super tasty. And here's why I think this is a good pairing. I'm going to do my sales pitch for this thing. Wow. Is <laughs> It's a good pairing because you have this sort of uh, a lot of baking spice, kind of dry baking spice in the cigar, which is very good. And then you have the subtle sweetness in mint. It's a palate cleanser. So it gives you the chance every time you have a, a drink to come back to your cigar and get all of the flavors that you think that you're going to get out of the cigar and you expect from the cigar. So I think what this thing does is it elevates this cigar and this cigar elevates this drink together the pairing is better than this. Is the sum of oh. you know, and I'm saying so you, uh, the sum is better now than. Now I, I feel like we can still do thumbs, right? Like we don't have to get rid of the thumbs. You, you're going to give this a thumbs sure. Up. Oh, I would give this an enthusiastic thumbs up for not even a question. <clears throat> but the way you described it, <clears throat> you said it's like a palate cleanser, right? That's not. That's not really pairing. That's no. Of course, it's pairing. Like I'm taking. I'm taking a sip of. T- Topo while I yeah smoke that's a cigar. and that's a pairing too that's a different that is sort a pairing of, that's a different sort of type of pairing I it's you're I just mean, looking for a different thing I'm just looking for a different uh, thing it, with uh, the idea I've, of a pairing in my mind is what to what cigar and what drink go to get are good together when you sit down and have them regardless if you want a complementary pairing or a contrasting pairing or whatever you want uh, in this case. The the two are have the diametrically opposed sort of flavors, but they they make each other better because of that fact. Like I, I'm enjoying the cigar, like I'm getting notes out of it that I don't remember, you know, getting out of it. They're not getting covered up by a, a syrupy beer or a syrupy cocktail. Like it's a nice fresh <laughs> pairing. Uh, all right, uh, fair enough. Um, palate cleanser, it is. Um, yeah, you know, I could have I could have gone the easy way out and just gone with an uh, an old fashioned and probably won the vote had I known there was going to be one. <laughs> but that wasn't my goal. My goal it was is a challenge to, uh, as, <laughs> as as uh, this is a wild card episode. This is a wild card Willie Wednesday. Right, you guys okay, are lucky I right. have pants on, right? That's true. Um, <clears throat> hey, no, um, no. I wanted to try something a little bit different, and like I said, we, there's an abundance of scotch here that we've been uh, that uh, my father in law and I have been sipping on over the last few days, and. Um, I, it was just kind of a, a, sh- a shot in the dark. I'd actually mentioned uh, when Randy and I were talking uh, earlier this week about uh, the upcoming season, I had mentioned this cocktail, so I think it was stuck in my head. And uh, it's 
it's I, I I just don't do a lot of pairing with scotch because we never really do it on the show because you guys don't like it and I'm too nice about it. Um, so I wanted to take a chance to smoke one of my favorite cigars, and the the palate or the flavor profile in the cigar, Eric, like you said, there's a lot of uh, cabinet spices in there. There's some some white pepper on the retro hail. It's not a very um, peppery cigar. Uh, there's some cedar notes to it. I'm getting a lot of caramel and some kind of nougat flavors out of it that I don't know that I would that I normally get out of this, and I, I believe that is coming from this cocktail. And that was a goal that I had was to try to find something. Uh, this is not a peaty scotch that's in here. I think this is um, it's probably like a, a Glen Livet or something like that. Glen uh, Glen Fittich, uh, any Glen. Um, it is uh, kind of more of a basic style. It's like a 15 year, 12 year, 15 year, not not aged in any special barrels or anything like that. So there's no uh, outside flavors, just kind of that core scotch flavor. Uh, and you add in just a little bit of that amaretto, gives it a little bit of sweetness, um, like a brown sugar kind of sweetness in there. And there's almond notes in there as well, but I get more of a peanut note out of the cigar. So that's that might not be elevating each other. But the, the sweetness from the beverage is definitely giving me some, uh, like that creamy, uh, nougaty style flavor from the cigar, which I, I get that in there to begin with, but this really, really elevated uh, and that white pepper spice cuts through everything uh, nicely on the retrohale. Uh, so I actually do get a clean palate uh, after each puff and after each sip, but it's not because I'm drinking a watered-down beverage. It's because I've paired something that is going together so perfectly <laughs> that it's wow. it's these flavors. There's no there's no there's no combat between these flavors. I'm just gonna I mean, do they're, this they're, for you. They're just they're just standing there. They're like they're dancing around in circles. Uh, somebody's, you know, there's flowers in their hair. I mean, they're really into it. It's no, it's really, it's actually really, really good. I'm, I'm surprised. And, uh, we're actually going to have to feature this cocktail at some point in season four, because this is, uh, this is a legit, legit pairing. Interesting. It's a definitely a different pairing. Jordan, how would you rate your experience? To show you guys that with this season, it's not just going to be all thumbs up every single time in in order to win over the audience to get the highest amount of votes. I am going to go with thumbs <laughs> down. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, the cigar is not my. This is not my favorite Herostoli. Um Again, I, you didn't follow the rules. What's what am I not following? That was that was the rules. You're supposed to smoke your favorite Herrera Esteli cigar. Mm, well, I just thought it was a Herrera <laughs> <laughs> Um I feel like the I liked the original batch out of El Teton before the band change. Uh, I don't know if there I don't know if there was a change or not. Um, but ever since they've gone to black, they it it had I've had this in the humidor for probably six to eight months, and I just kind of thought maybe maybe now if I grabbed it after that amount of time, it would things would have changed. Not really. Um, cigars medium plus in body um, get a lot of like very bitter, uh, very dry profile on the. On the palate, which I'm not, I like I like a mouthwatering cigar. Uh, this is this is the opposite. It's got a lot of like charred oak and like uh, musty uh, basement kind of a profile to it. Um, the the drink is actually the, Randy said that the drink would overpower the cigar, and it is taking the lead. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I I don't think that every time you pair a cigar with a drink that the if the cigar is not in the lead, that it's a it's a bad thing. The the drink is not c- commanding the cigar to such an extent that you can't even taste the cigar. It's just the drink's in the lead. It's better. Uh, but overall, 
It's not working together. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Thumbs down for that. Well, at least you're yeah, being they, honest, they, they, right? I mean, yeah, I oh, appreciate that. But I th- the goal, you want to have them, you don't want either one of them in the lead, right? You yeah. want them kind of holding hands and running down the middle of the street, screaming <laughs> <True>. together. <laughs> yeah, is that, I mean, I don't know. I is, mean, is, there ex- is there exceptions to that? Like, I mean, it seems like there is. Of course there is. Yeah, okay. of course there is. Absolutely. Just like the, the uh, a, a cigar and, and Topo Chico. Like, the, mm, the cigar is yeah. obviously in the lead. Right, right, right. And it's a good, it could oh, be sure. a good pairing. And, right. It, it's well, I wouldn't call that a pairing. Mm. I would just call that like I'm smoke. I'm smoking a cigar, and like I'll drink Topo Chico when I'm reviewing a cigar. I'm not pairing it. I mean, I'm just I'm, like it's, it really is acting every, kind of as a palate cleanser. Every good movie has to have the uh, the two main actors be on equal footing, or could you have a great movie and you have a a lead and a supporting actor? That's sort of what you're you saying. That's what I'm saying. Is like that's what you're yeah, saying. No, it's I'm, fine to have a I'm, supporting. I'm with you, but I. But it, it, I, I, when you're drinking a Topo Chico, it's a sparkling mineral water. It's not bringing much to the flavor to the to the table flavor wise. Sure, that's an that's an extreme example. But but don't you think that you can have a good <laughs> pairing with a of with a lead and a support? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, co- I think coffee is a good example because. You know, mm-hmm. co- coffee, in and we all know what we're going to get out of a coffee, pretty much. And it's you're thinking of that just to enhance the cigar more than you are thinking to yourself, oh, wow, like, this, this coffee is going to... I mean, I guess it's unless it's, like, a really cool craft, you know, version of it or something, I suppose. But, yeah, like, I, I guess, I mean, you know, in... Technically, all of these things are pairing, Robbie. But I do see what you're saying. Like uh, sometimes the Topo Chico, you're you're not necessarily doing it uh, if, for any other reason other than just to kind of something. drink something while you're smoking and be refreshed and feel the bubbles on your palate. But that's still a but that's still uh, a pairing. But I mean, couldn't sure. couldn't oh, a Topo sure. Chico I, I'm being, I'm go better with certain cigars than others? I suppose. And if you admit that, then you are inherently admitting that it that it could be a better pairing. Well, yeah. it's it's water. True. So, but I, I I I don't think I would say that it would go better with some cigars than others. I mean, maybe if you get into like infused stuff, but even then, I think if you found a clean, refreshing sort of palate on a cigar, uh, that it would it, you know it would go better. Like dilute the flavor. No, they're that, two, that, they're too clean. They're too, they're both clean. What if you had a Dojo Chico? And a exactly. Chico? <laughs> it's th- there it is. That's, they go that's, well together. See, we, that was we missed. We took too long to get there. That's the best pairing, <laughs> of course. Uh, we're in the weeds about something that doesn't really matter. It's just a. Uh, it's just me being a. Ju- hey, uh, Robbie, I'm uh, going to <clears throat> I'm going to read the winner of the conspiracy hmm. theory right now. Um, this one I think is the winner. So congratulations to um, Pickologist Mark hey, Burns. Uh, he said, now it's a little bit longer, and it's not super long, but I'll read it. Rob and Randy got busted selling fake Cohibas. They are now in a prison in Mexico, and in order to get out, they have to roll one million cigars for the cartel. While Robbie was telling the capo that they will roll 150% of the cigars, Randy <laughs> was lecturing everyone else on the importance of properly seasoning your meat. <laughs> Wearing out their welcome, they were released after rolling only seven cigars, four of which they smoked, trying to pair with toilet water. Both, both gave thumbs up. Stay tuned. More to come. 
Yes. There it is. That, Ladies that and gentlemen. Is amazing. I, I want that on a I want that on a t-shirt. That was that was very want, well written. That that is amazing. That's one of the best. Now, uh, can you confirm or deny that, that story, Robbie? Is that is that what happened? I uh, I, I believe there are some videos circulating uh, <laughs> on TikTok somewhere uh, of uh, of of Randy's. Uh, it was Randy who really got us out of it because yeah. if you spent a significant time amount of time with Randy, uh, you realize that he can talk his way out of anything. And um, if he just keeps talking, keeps talking, eventually it's just like, fine, if, if, if letting you go will get you to shut up, then by all means, you can just, we'll open the door for you. Wasn't there a Spongebob um, episode spoke- like that, Jordan? Spongebob, he, he gets, he gets right. like kidnapped and he's just so annoying. Oh, it was, uh, it was, uh, he was in Davy Jones' locker. <laughs> and yeah. he, was, he was so annoying in Davy Jones' locker that the, that the devil just let him out. These are Davy Jones' socks. He works out a lot. <laughs> Anyways, sorry for that. Now, should I, uh, should I close the poll? Uh, are we... Do you guys, any last voting? Yeah, maybe we'll give you guys last. Am I winning yet? We'll give, we'll give, uh, there was a winning, point in the show where I was in second place after I gave a sad sop story. Uh, but <laughs> we've gone past that. So give them, give them like two minutes, and then we'll close it up. Right. It's, it's closing. Get them in. So, back, uh, back what's, so we've got, we've got uh, Smoke Night Live tomorrow night, boys? Yeah, so, hey, so since this works so well with the voting, we're going to do an interactive show tomorrow night, an audience participation show. And we're going to be talking, Robbie, about the hottest topics in the cigar industry. And um, Coop's going to be on, and uh, it'll be a special guest. Uh, Scott Brayband will be on in studio. And we're going to be talking about these topics, and we're going to allow the studio or the, uh, the the folks on Facebook to chime in on each of these topics as to what they think. So we'll get a kind of a pulse. We'll get a feel for what the uh, what our you know dojo verse, our cigar dojo fans think about these these hot topics. Like for instance, pulse. I'll give you I'll give you one of the topics now, so that you can uh, get a feel for what we'll be talking about. Um, how much of a role does merchandising of cigars play mm. in your cigar purchasing decisions? So the answers might be something like a lot, you know, a little bit, not that much, or not at all, that kind of a thing. So we'll, and then as we go through there, Coop and, and me and Scott and Jordan will, will discuss those issues and then allow the studio audience to vote. And we have five or six, maybe seven, you know, topics that are, are sort of, Things that get discussed in um, humidors across the nation, you know, when you're sitting around smoking a, a cigar with some guys at a brick and mortar. Like, these are the types of topics that they talk about. So we want to kind of get a feel for what the, um, what the world out there, what the cigar smokers and think And now that we know this. that we can do polls, we're just going <laughs> to use them every episode. <laughs> we are going to have polls about polls, and I mean, then we're going to take a poll on it. The next time we do the cigar <laughs> stock market, you guys are involved. Great. Yeah, that's that's going to be fun. That'll be fun because those are always fun episodes. But and you get a lot of people chiming in with comments. But now it's it's trackable. Oh yeah, it's got to be trackable. Trackable. That's cool. So tomorrow's tomorrow's show will be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we'll uh we'll be in touch and let you all know um what we're gonna when we're gonna kick off a season four. Um, I know that uh, that I'm actually not available next week. I will be at the ballpark. Uh, so I'm not sure if we're gonna go start next week or the week after. We'll see. Uh, but we'll let you all know about that. Um, 
Jordan, let's take a last look at the polls before uh, we get out of here. All right, I'm closing. The, cl the, I'm the closing polls the are poll. closing, people. I'm showing the results. You can see them on your if you go on your if you look on Facebook on that little on that little poll button. You can see it. We are at. There uh, we go. There it is. Me in last place with 16 percent, five votes. Mm. Ro uh, Sensei in the lead, 48 percent, 15 votes. Robbie in second. 35%, 11 votes. So there we go, folks. It's four votes. It's four votes that uh, that's that's not bad interaction for the first time we've done something. Yeah, like that. it was, a, it was a kind of a test and, run. And it's kind of weird how much I wanted to win a contest <laughs> that I didn't even know was going to be there. And there's no prize. It's just I want to really win. Looking at him, like thinking, of course I'm going to beat Jordan because what is he thinking about his pairing? I was ahead of you for a split like, oh. second. <laughs> it was it was one vote. And then Eric was just like, ah, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just coast. <laughs> yeah. I'll just coast with a simple pairing. It's going to be great. I know it's going to be great. And, and he nailed it. Here's Good the deal. important part. Let's, yeah. let's vote. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's, let's start with you, Jordan. If you had to vote on if these three, I was going to do one in, of these all three. Honesty, I would do Robbie's. Thank you. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, you have easily the best cigar. Surprises of three. And uh, that mm. that drink is a it's a dang good drink. I can see it working. All right, I'll go next. We'll let Robbie. Hey, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I was gonna yeah, go next. You. I'll I'll let Robbie uh, wind it up. I I think Robbie has the best cigar for sure, um, out of the three of us. And I think his drink is intriguing, but in my opinion, I I would vote for I would pick my own pairing, mm. uh, just because I I do believe in it, and I think it is. It's a classic pairing, and it brings out uh, the best in both items. I would I would pick my own pairing. That's pretty, <laughs> pretty douchey. Like no, sure. <laughs> <Not my pairing. laughs> it's gonna happen. No, yeah. I. It's it, it's it, frankly frankly it's it's tough for me because uh, I think on the surface, without having tried them, I would have picked Eric's. Uh, having tried, because he is smoking the same cigar as me. Uh, in, uh, a less, uh, a, a less uh, good version. I guess I could. I'll just say less, <laughs> less, less flavorful um, um, Vitola. But uh, having had this, um, I think that uh, this was the best pairing that we had on the show because I was just blown away by it. And I mean, what the? We are definitely going to. You will see this cocktail, boys, in season four at some point. So prepare yourselves. Um, boys and girls, because it's uh, it's a tasty one. So I'm actually going to vote for myself, and so I win. So That's you, good. You oh. take the win for, for the, uh, <laughs> the judges is. panel. I, I uh, audience says sensei, and so I don't have a problem with him voting for his own. I think that's that's yeah. what you should do. No, with. of course, yeah, yeah, it's the best. If you think it's the best, yeah. it's I mean, it's I'm wrong. Yeah, every, <laughs> everybody, you know, everybody has the right to be wrong. I mean, you know, that's part of life. But no, no, good. No, I, I guarantee you, your pairing was delicious. And if you were smoking my cigar, well. I probably would have yeah. done that too. I would have voted for that as well. If I had that, uh, but I did, I mean, so yeah, I, I was really the deciding factor on on our end. You were, you, you were, were, yeah, yeah, you, you were. were, yeah, you were. I'll you're, remember. You're that. no longer the Russian judge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're the uh, you're the the <laughs> American Latino judge. Now. I appreciate that. <laughs> or or the Scottish judge, either one. Um, no, I, I got lucky actually. I was when Randy and I talked about this. We said, yeah, let's, let's do this because it makes too much sense to do it to not do it. Uh, I was really, really hoping that I would find one of these, and I'm in the process of organizing my humidor, which means it's totally unorganized, mm. and I can't find anything. And I, I went through this uh, one section where I knew I had a lot of my Drew Estate stuff, and the first one I found was in Miami, 
but it was in the the Lancero, but it's like a shorter Lancero. And I thought, oh, that would be pretty good. And I and I just kept looking, and then I don't know, maybe like three or four minutes later, I, I unearthed this bad boy mm. that's been that has to be sitting in my humidor for at least five years. Um, so it is so smoking super super smooth. Ah, such a good. If cigar. you haven't, if you haven't the Lancero, so uh, you got to track some of these down. They are very very choice. Um, great show, boys. This was yeah. a lot of fun. Thanks. Thanks for hanging out with me and being, uh, and thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks for being uh, patient while I got my my uh, setting situated around here. You'll notice I traveled all the way across the country and I brought my microphone. That's amazing. That's how dedicated I am. <laughs> I, I, I shipped I shipped my microphone. I got the microphone stand, my mixing board, my headphones, and Randy cannot even show up. I, I mean, I don't I don't even know I don't know what the hell. Anyway, no, it's a great show, a lot of fun. Looking forward to season four. Uh, I won't be back next week, but the Odyssey will continue next week. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues. Thank you.